Boom. Hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast with your host, Byron Rogers. This podcast is dedicated to the executive protection practitioner, the private security professional. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the mental, emotional, psychological, physiological fitness that goes into being an efficient and effective executive protection agent. Whether you're in law enforcement, whether you're a mom that's looking at how to protect her children or a father that's focused on how to protect his family, I believe this podcast has something for all of you. We might even get into some tales from the crypts of true Hollywood stories from time to time. I'm doing this podcast because I feel the reality of this job is simple. If you really want to be good at executive protection, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. And those of you who've been in the game for any serious amount of time, you already know what I'm saying is true. So if that sounds interesting to you, Enjoy the show. Out. Boom. Hey, what's up, you guys? I've got Elijah Shaw with me here today. Uh, the Sun's here, as some of you guys probably know that follow him on uh, online. Uh, and it's an honor, man. It is an honor and a privilege to have you here with me today, brother. Bro, that, that, that pleasure is mine, man. Uh, I'm glad we finally able to make it happen, though. This is this is good. You know, you've got a crazy schedule. I've got a crazy <laughs> schedule. And we got, like, the stars in alignment. So, I, I really yeah. Like no, for sure. That EP schedule, <laughs> like, protection schedule, you know, your time is, like, it's bought and paid for sometimes, you know. So, right, it's, right. it's working miracles and stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, I haven't, you know, I've, I've, what I've seen of you online, I've always been really impressed with. Um, especially that bit of media that you did uh, and you were talking about, you know, kind of the stuff that I'm into. You were talking about social dynamics and you're talking about interfacing with the house when you're doing an advance for a venue and how to like procure those relationships and, 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 and really just make things work. So it's a win-win for everybody. And when I heard that, I was like, yo, I can really respect this, you know, because yeah, man, we, you know how it is. Cause in the industry you have a, you have different types of personalities and egos and, the fact that you said that, I was like, this is a good dude right here, man. A good dude, for sure. And um, Well, I think we're going to get the compliments out of the way because, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I felt the same way. Like, you know, I, you know, my interactions with you have been, you know, just seeing you on social media and kind of watching how you move. And I could tell you a skill and talented dude. But it, and I was able to catch through a lot of your writings and stuff. And, and, and when you would post some video – Oh, this guy's got a personality that's 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 warmer than the aggression that we need in order to do the job sometimes. Yeah, and and, and that's the, the the missing link, and we can talk about that later. That I think a yeah. lot of cops miss. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's, and there's proficiency, but there's also like customer service and client relations and interpersonal. Yeah. And if you put those two together, man, you got to win. So I'm glad that's what's up. Nah, man, thank you. That's that's good. That's meaningful, man. And I think. A lot of what I'm going to do, what's going to happen with this work is, you know, the whole executive protection lifestyle brand and all that stuff is really helping guys understand that, you know, um, understand that, like, it's not all about you know, the hard skills. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah, I think the industry's waking up to the reality that, you know, the hard skills may save your life, but the soft skills get you paid, keep you getting paid, you know, and really being able to be kind of in a way authentic and professional and, and safe and warm with your client, you know, um, man, that's the stuff that gives you the rapport that helps you be able to last in this game. You know, that's what I feel. Like. Yeah. 
we don't need to be a caricature of a right. bodyguard. You know what I mean? We just need to be a protective agent that does the work. Yeah, not nah, exactly. So, um, yeah, man, it's an honor to have you here. It's an honor. What's with the uh, what's with the Sunseer? Um, your call sign? Can I ask oh, you that? You know what, man? Um, it, it, it actually kind of goes way back. I'm gonna pour the shit out of you. That's what's up. That's no, all good. We get going. <laughs> but um, but I think in a in a past life I was like an archaeologist. I, mm-hmm. I could tell that some of my posts or whatever. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, man, I, I have like a big love for like ancient Greece and ancient Rome and ancient Egypt. And, you know, and I was, I was reading about this like Pharaoh that was like, uh, they kind of discovered like pieces of like his history that he was missing. His name was yeah. like, you know, Sun Cheer. And I was like, oh, let me figure out and, and flip that a little bit. So anyway, yeah, that's that, what's that, up. That, yeah, so that became my call side and I kind of rocked with it. And it's been for like, I don't know, since AOL was out. You know, remember <laughs> AOL is the messenger? Yeah, yeah man, you got yeah, mail. You still got an AOL address? Nah, man, nah, 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 nah. I'm all Gmailed out now. <laughs> Shoot, but uh, no, that's cool. No, I totally dig that. I dig that, man. That ancient kind of old soul stuff. That's what's yeah. up. No, that's what's up. Cool. So, um, I guess I'll let you break it out, man. Going ahead and the infamous question: What you know? In my experience, the EP world be dying to know. Like, I go to shot show, I get hit with the question. You meet a dude on a detail, you get hit with the question. It's inevitable, you know? And I just, I always, before before spitting this, I always want to be like, look, this question doesn't define the human being. Although it is, I guess, in some ways pertinent, you know? But what is your background? <laughs> you know, like, where you come from, you know? What's up? I, I get it, man. Yeah, we're supposed to come. So, my story is a, is a little bit unique, I think, in the sense that, um, I kind of backed into this world here. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm from Chicago. I'm from inner city Chicago. And I went to film school. I went to Columbia. And I started doing security work to pay for school. And literally, the, as entry level as you can get. I, I worked at a nightclub. I literally, like, my post was at the bathroom just to make sure, like, uh, <laughs> I couldn't go in the women's bathroom. You couldn't take drink. You know what I mean? It was that. It was like, as entry level as you could get. The um, bottom of the bottom dude on the deep. On the, that was what? Listen, bro, no guys were going in that girl's bathroom. On some realness, that's what's up. <laughs> I hold my space. You know what I mean? That's what's up. I'll take but your anyway, part, I, I was fortunate enough that, that the nightclub itself was owned by one of the Chicago Bulls. And this was back in the day with Jordan and Pippen and Rodman. Remember the whole dynasty thing? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I, got, you know, I got to see them and the people that came around them, their interactions. And I was like, yo, this is a field that I'm kind of, you know, too. You know what I mean? And so, you know, so from there, working at the club, becoming head of security eventually at the club. And then I started moving with one of the players. And so, and so that got me a taste of like that experience there. You know what I mean? Uh, in terms of that, that type of lifestyle with no official training. So, um, the client that I was, um, that I was assigned to, uh, got traded and I didn't get that invite to move with him. So now I'm kind of back to square one. And I said, Hey, you know, you know, what am I going to do? This is an industry I'm interested in getting in. And so then became my quest, man. My, my quest was to go and, and gain knowledge and training and information and, you know, do what, I, do what it takes to be able to get in. So anyway, fast forward, you know, years and years and years later, uh, eventually, uh, I, you know, and again, I've done everything, man, from uniform guard services, That's to private investigation services. I mean, the whole run, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then fast forward. So I used to work for a larger firm that did investigations and corporate protection. Okay. And throughout my years in the business and my interests, I was able to uh, develop clientele and work with clients that were in the entertainment business. And so this was something that my previous employer didn't do. Mm-hmm. I was able to introduce them into that world and I kind of made a mark there. And then in 1998, I started my own company. And so again, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a long story to get to that. But in 98, mm-hmm. I started my own company. I went off on my own. You know, I had two clients that I was able to kind of develop and, and, and really work with. And I've been running ever since, man. So, so that's, that's it. So, but yeah, yeah. So again, what I'm known for, uh, mm-hmm. and that's because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty heavy on trying to make sure that people understand this is a business, you know, mm-hmm. executive protection is a business. So what I'm known for from a marketing perspective is working with celebrities, but you know, you know, my roster of clients, it also includes some, some fortune 500 companies and, and then some also some high net worth individuals and I work in a political arena some. So anyway, so I, so I, I run the gambit, but what right. people know me for is the celebrity protection piece. And that's fine because that's what I gear my marketing towards. Yeah. Boom. That's what's up, man. That was a lot of work. No, no, no. I dig it. I dig. I love it, man. They need to know, you know, Um, I, I find it interesting, man. What do you think was the, like, what was the social exchange? What was the exchange like? Like you were guarding the bathroom and some of the players were coming in, you know, cause it's, I have a similar story. You know, the way I got in the game is kind of the same kind of weird little thing. Cause I mean, when you got in, I'm sure it was ultra tight. Yeah. You know, who's who, you know, you got to be made man to be able to do this, you know? And yes. when I got in, it was still like good old boys. Like, you you know somebody, you know? And then you got on the 1% of the 1% of the details, you know? So, you know, what was it? Was it like they saw you? Did you have, was it a relationship? Uh, how did that whole thing change? You know what? Uh, again, it's, it's, it's about, I've always been very focused, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of like, all right, what's the end game? Yeah. And then how do I get to that? You know what I mean? Right. And so when the realization was, I went to film school, and mm-hmm. in film school, I realized I didn't want to make movies. Yeah. Just, I paid a lot of money to find out I didn't want to do this, right? Uh, because, because I love the creative process of movies. I didn't like the production side. Uh-huh. But when I'm doing work in security to pay for school, yeah. I realized I like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and I was, I was good at it. It was kind of an innate thing. Mm-hmm. And from there... I said, okay, well, how do I get to this next level? How do I get yeah. to this next level? And then what's the end goal? And so then I just started trying to put myself in those positions. And mm-hmm. the big piece is just, hey, man, work hard, do your job. So right. if you can work hard and do your job, you know what I mean? That, that, you know, that checks a few You're boxes. You're killing off. everybody right yeah, now. You know, <laughs> surprised how many people that does the click with. Right. But, but then the other thing is, and it, it goes back to, I guess, maybe the theme of what we're talking about here is, is being personal. You know what I mean? Is understanding, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? I'm not a, you're not a robot. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, you know, that, you, that there's certain ways to talk to people, even if you're in a position of authority. You know what I mean? There's a term I use called killing with kindness. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can do this to get the same thing accomplished. Yeah. And so, and so that leaves your name in people's brains. And right. I think if I look back and I reflect, it was, you know, it was these people knew me from the pack. You know what I mean? There was something that I was able to distinguish myself. And I should mention, and, and you could probably relate to this, you know, you think prototypical security, I'm not the biggest guy, you know, right. particularly in the celebrity arena, you right. know, <laughs> something, and I'm not blowing my own horn, but what right. I'm saying that something is I understood mm-hmm. what it was, what the job was, 
and it's and it's not and there's some things that you don't need to do the job all the time. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. No, that's exactly what's up. No, I totally relate with you, bro. I'm like five ten. <laughs> you know, five eleven with my church shoes on. You know what I'm saying? Um, You're like a giant, fam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. You know, um, but yeah, no, that's 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 good stuff, man. I really appreciate hearing all that. My story is kind of the same, man. I was just bouncing and uh, you know bouncing up in like Dana Point at this like kind of dive bar, but I felt like, you know, I felt like my guide in light, like God said, go here, bounce at this place and boom, mm. like, you're going to be a bodyguard and you're mm. going to travel the world. Like, like straight up, straight up to the point where I had to fight my girlfriend at the time. I was like, yo, this is what he told me to do. I'm about to do it. And she was like, you're crazy. And I was like, nah, this is the voice that saved my life in Iraq. This is the voice that I helped yes. save my whole family with when I was little. I know when I hear this joint, I got to go. And she just was like, God didn't tell you to do that. I was like, that's why I feel, man. So I, so I went and I did. And I told her, I was like, when this goes down the way that I'm saying it's going to go down, just, you know, believe I'm not crazy. You know, just believe. And right. sure enough, man, three months went by. I'm busting tables. I'm a bouncer. I got to bust the tables. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that own your own space piece, like you said, you know, just do your job. And then, and, and then some, you know, kind yeah. of all that stuff, gaining rapport with people, like default respectful. Like mm -hmm. uh, in one of the earlier podcasts, I, I talked with a dude who actually brought me into the game and that, that default respectful piece is huge, man. You know, cause every time you're able to give someone a positive interaction with you and you're able to treat someone with respect, which is so rare now, it's even more powerful if you can be respectful to people cause they, they're starving for it. You know, they're not getting respect from even their families nowadays. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that whole default respectful piece, and I check their IDs at the door. I don't know who I'm talking to. I was respectful. The guy next to me wasn't respectful. He was just kind of like the, the your prototypical tough guy, bouncer dude. And at the end of the night, I'm busting tables, and they're like, hey, you know, have this guy do it. And they end up snatching me out of there. And I blink, and I'm on, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on my first job interview in Rodeo Drive, <laughs> you know, Beverly Hills in the back of a Bentley, like, oh, my gosh, you know. So... Uh, is the grace of God, but also like those principles that you're talking about being personable, being relatable, owning your space. And then nowadays, like it's a gimme. If you just do your job well, yo, you're going to smoke half the, half, half the people on the track, you know? And, and one of the reasons is because, you know, a lot of people look for the shortcut. Yeah. And, and, and they're definitely a shortcuts. If, if there weren't shortcuts, it, it, they wouldn't exist. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Oh, it's usually not shortcuts and longevity, and that's what happens. So, so you could you can you can get there quick. It's dropping wisdom right here, <laughs> right? That's the good stuff. There, right? but, but but I don't ever see people that do that stay there. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. And again, man, um, this is the only thing I've ever done. So yeah. so I, I never try to think of myself as an old guy, but mm. I guess at this point here, I'm, I'm kind of getting up there. So, yeah. I, but I mean, what I say is that, is that I've watched it though. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And, I, and I see people that can get in easy, but they, but they never stay around. Yeah. There's, there's some people that just put their head down, man, and just grind, grind, grind. When that window of opportunity presents themselves, they got to be ready to perform. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But those are the guys that have longevity. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because they have all the internal gears. They, they spent the time on the streetlights to build it all. So, like, they genuinely are that thing they've been working towards. You know what I mean? Like, 
they you don't have to flinch like they're like nah like i know i who i am i've been through worse to get here you know so let's do this man that's what's up if it comes easy it goes easy i guess is what the it's what the old heads would say so i'm totally digging that that's 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 the stuff that separates people in this industry for sure so we're getting to the questions we just flowing but what would you say uh you love about this industry the most and then obviously you know the inverse of the question as well least uh, well i what i love about the industry and i guess probably hands down when i think about it is that it's afforded me so many opportunities that i wouldn't normally have yeah started off our conversation man i i grew up in inner inner city chicago like in in yeah. the dark spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i grew up in the projects man like yeah and, like you know i got i have friends that have never left the neighborhood i'm not even talking man. about the state yeah, I about left the neighborhood. So, uh, um, I, but I say that to say that. Yeah, you know, I've always had aspirations. I've always, you know, see things and go places. Like I said, I was wanted to be an archaeologist. You know what I mean? Some, yeah. You know, like yeah. like you know, like wow, this is amazing over here. But those were like those were things where you're like, wow, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But you don't think I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. This job, this career has allowed me to be in those places. You know yeah. what I mean? Like all of those things, and and again, it was never for me. And again, people have different motivators. Glitz and glamour was never it for me. Mm-mm. But an opportunity to see the world, like yo, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's like one of the most amazing things in the world, man. Amazing, man. like you know what I mean? That pushes buttons for me. You know, I've been to six or seven continents. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm Antarctica, and I got all seven checked off. Wow. I'm going to Antarctica, but I, I guess I'm going to go just to go, so I can at least say I've done that. Right. But, you know, like. Like, those are opportunities, man. And this business has done that. Mm-hmm. And you know, now I travel in my leisure time because I have that, I have that, um, uh, I have the travel bug. But a lot of the travel I've done has been work-related. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and this business um, can afford you that opportunity. Now, again, you have to respect it and you have to understand that, hey, if you're there to work, you're there to work. You know what Real I mean? Talk, but, yeah. You know, but, you know, once you understand the job and the dues and what it entails and, and all of the contingencies, there are opportunities for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I kind of tell people, and I'm going on a little bit of tangent. You can no, it's fine, man. Just flow, flow. We flow. You know, a lot of people in our business, they want to be the body man. They want to stand right next to the protectee, right? Right. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, listen, if you're the advanced guy, you get there ahead of us, right? Job done. Yeah. Boy. Exactly, like, oh, man. Right? You know what I mean? Yep, all over the place, all, all over the place. place. <laughs> yeah. Yep. These days, I'm sitting back, you know, and I'm with the P, and my guys are like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we got this done," and uh, now mm-hmm. we're gonna uh, you know, see a waterfall or something. You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah. like, you know, just, but just think about that. So yeah, yeah. So this business has a, has afforded me a lot of opportunities in that sense there, in terms of to see the world and interact with people and broaden up just. Just, you know, my thoughts, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, perspective. Yeah, that, perspective. Exactly. That traveling like, gives you so well, much perspective. Sure. How you relate with other cultures and interact with other people, man. And I see things, particularly now in our, our current climate. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. You know, so divided. And you're like, we're either this or you're this. Right. And, it, and I'm like, yo, man. <laughs> There's so the much world, other. The world is big. Like, right. Right. The things that you guys are thinking are like, it's only this or that. There are people that have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Live their lives every day. So, and are happier than you. And are <laughs> way happier than you. Like the right. world is in because, you know, you were red or blue or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Those colors. But, um, 
But anyway, so the job has given me that perspective, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah. But now let's talk about the other side here, right? Yeah. I have to agree with you on that one, though, man. Like, straight up perspective shift, paradigm shift. Yeah. There are a few things, I think, in life, like seeing the world. Like, there's just a few things that can really do that much for you internally, you know? And yeah. once you really realize how big and small this thing is, yeah. it's like, man. It's a, I don't know, it's a beautiful thing. I see the providence in it. I love it, you know? Right. Right. Um, and now, for me, the game is just bringing my wife to all these different places that I've been to, <laughs> you know? Oh, you need to go back and circle back. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what's up. I would say that's a great perk, actually. I mean, yeah, that and, and seeing behind the veil. But something that really helped me with was a lot of the things that people aim for in life, I got to realize that they weren't all that they were cracked up to be. You know what I'm saying? Because you get to see behind that veil. You, know? so you get to see behind the social media. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you get to get back in the car or the jet with, you know, people and be like, man, there's a lot of people working for this, but this ain't everything, you know? Hey, brother, it's about as cliche as it can get. Right? But I can tell you firsthand, and, you, and you're with me here, I think, money doesn't buy happiness. It really doesn't, man. I, and I hate saying it to people because I know what they, they don't believe <laughs> You know, they're like, yeah, well, it get, it'll get me close. I'm like, maybe, bro. I, I don't know. I've been sitting, you know, I've been on, I've been in situations where you're supposed to be happy. And little old me, like the poorest dude in the room was the happiest dude in the room. You know? it's yeah, true. And, and, you know, and, and I think that's the thing that, that doesn't translate well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I'm saying. I've seen it and I can attest to it. You know, I've been with yeah. ultra high net worth people. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And they're depressed, so they feel like they need something else or this yeah. and that. So, so, yeah, so that's one thing about this business, man. It, it does. It gives us perspective. Perspective. Boom. That's like the principle coming out of there. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the whole, that's the cookie burger we just found. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Perspective, man. I dig that. That's what's up. And then on the inverse side of it, man. What do you got? And the worst thing about the business, that shouldn't be a hard one, but um, I, I think one of the, the toughest things about the business is that we make it hard on ourselves, mostly by infighting. And, and what I mean by that is that, um, you know, obviously to, to be in the protection industry, you usually are, are geared towards having an alpha personality. Uh -huh. you know, pack your pack leaders for the most part. Yeah, uh, and, 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 so, and so what happens is, is that in our profession, which is weird when I compare it to other professions, yeah. is, is like Highlander. Like they can only yeah. be... <laughs> 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 it's like, it's, oh, it's so like, good. It's so good. Dead, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And there can only be one. <laughs> was, oh, man. But it's not like that. It's, it's, you know what I mean? You, the, the number of high net worth individuals, the number yeah. of people that need protective services. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, but we make it seem like, oh, there's only one client. Right. I'm not working them. You know what I mean? This guy here is trash, and I got to trash talk him, and I got to yeah. do it. You know, and you don't do that. Yeah. And it's the thing, like, particularly with social media, too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want to get on a, a soapbox, but particularly with social media, yeah. it gives people an outlet to voice their opinions which is fine, but I never see like lawyers trash talking each other. 
Right. Like, doctors. I never see taxi drivers. Like all these <laughs> other industries, man, when something goes wrong, they close ranks. Yeah, you know, yeah. Law enforcement, military, they close ranks and they're like, all right, cool. We're going to protect our own, you know, but in eyes, man, the minute TMZ reports something happened, man, Everyone we're like, oh, daggers out. he's trash. He should be fired immediately. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, the only thing you know about this is the story that you just from, read. Right, right, right. From a news agency that's whole job is to get views and clicks. Like, you right. don't know the story. So why are you so quick to kind of you know, throw the baby out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. and, and so I think that's the part there. And, and the reason why, and it's, and I was hesitant to say that's the worst part, mm -hmm. but, but the reason why I think it's bad is because for the next generation, that's what they see. Yeah. And as soon as they start experiencing that, what they do is they get turned off on the industry mm -hmm. and they adopt those patterns. And yeah. that's what develops that cutthroat mentality. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately, that, that messes things up as a whole. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you think about where I, again, it's that soapbox thing. But no, I cool. think started off, man, as like an honorable profession. You know what I mean? We trace yeah. this stuff back to like the samurai. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what That's I mean? Cool. And, you know, yeah. the Praetorian Guard. Like these are honorable professions that we do, man. And, yeah. then, and then when we start being mercenaries to the, mm -hmm. to the sense of like, hey, listen, it's just about me. I don't care about anybody else. That's the only way I can win. I think that damages our profession. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree with you, man. I completely agree with you. And it kills me because we know these same news outlets, you know, we see the accuracy of the stories that they be driving. That's what I mean. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. These guys are lying about your client on Tuesday, bro. <laughs> you know, like, but it is, yo. <laughs> The, the presumption of innocence is like right? what happens. We're like, see, burn them at the stakes. Everybody gets their daggers out. You know what I mean? And I, I completely agree. Yo, when you said Highlander, I almost lost, lost it because that's how it is, man. Like, sure. you get on the detail. You know what I'm saying? They're in the chase, and, and you hear that like music, like the Highlander music start up. And dude's like, what's your background? And dude's like, what's your background? It's like Step Brothers or something happening. In the, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you immediately oh, man. Up. <laughs> yeah, man, sizing dude up. Yeah, man, and I, I think one of the principles that has helped me in the industry is, yo, a rising tide lifts all ships, man. So a rising tide lifts all ships at sea. So I'm, like, always doing everything I can to, like, bring up my team sure. and bring up everyone around me. And what I've learned is, like, yo, it's, like, there's an art to it. It's almost like a dark art of... Uh, influence when you really start to understand it at a more, on a more deeper level because what ends up happening is once everyone understands that you actually have everyone's best interest at heart because you realize you wake up to the fact that your best interest is generally tied to theirs mm -hmm. in some way shape or form uh, they're really 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 likely to want to listen to you and really really likely to want to work with you and likely to call you back and likely to be like yo like you, you can influence because you can create the most win-win situations or you're at least your aim is to do that. Sure. Um, and so that becomes like kind of, that's the game. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. That's like the social dynamics of the, of the, of the game, man. And I, I, I get new dudes on details sometimes and you know, everybody wants to do, uh, everyone wants to get that FaceTime. You know what I mean? With the client, like you're saying, wants to be that body man. You know what I'm saying? And um I always, I try to, I try to add a little bit of gravity to it, you know, uh, like, like, uh, was it Marcus Aurelius? 
you know, had that servant that walk around with him and be like, you're just a man. You're only a man and just remind him you're only a man, you know? Um, but, uh, I would just be like, Hey, you know, you're going to get in here. You're going to be the flavor of the month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like in, in certain contexts, you're going to be the flavor of the month. You're going to be the new shiny thing, the new, you know, the new, the new thing. But the reality is the power to survive in this game lies with your team. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, and I always let them know, like, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to, the, there's a high probability that the client's going to ask about you. You know what I'm saying? And if you're able to take care of everyone when you're in here, everyone's going to take care of you. You know what I'm saying? So don't forget, <laughs> you know, don't forget on your way up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That your power really lies in the team. And, you know, um, you know, I just, just don't forget that. You know, rising tide lifts all ships, man. That's 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 what's up, man. You know, that's what's up. Um, what would you say to guys getting into the industry? So, dudes on the outside, you know, looking at executive protection. What are some things you think they need to know as they're they're looking at this game? Well, I, I think uh, particularly for I mean, like you know, guys that have an interest and they, they want to get in. A lot of times, they'll see someone like me, someone like you. Or, or just even just, you know, watching TV or, or you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. that's the end result. That's, mm. you know what I mean? That's what, what you're seeing is the end result. So guys that want to get in want to go from zero to that end result. That hero, yeah. But there's a lot of pieces in, in between. Now, there are some people, like I mentioned before, that can luck into something, you know what I mean? And all mm. of a sudden, hey, they're on the detail, you know what I mean? They're moving, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But, but for the most part, man, there's a process. And if you follow the process, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and there's a lot of process. There's a lot of different avenues. But if you follow those steps, man, then when you get there, you've got this strong foundation. Right. You know what I mean? You've, you've, you've got people in your corner, like you mentioned. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, you know, because at some point, favor is going to turn. You yeah. Know I mean? you got people that are supporting you or whatever. Or at some point, that phone's going to stop ringing. So if you only have one client, yep. and when that separation of service occurs, if you got no other relationships, if you got no other skills, no other network, back to zero, right? Exactly. Right. So, and so, so one of the things I, I, I try and tell people, man, is, is figure out the process. Mm-hmm. thinking about that. <clears throat> definitely, definitely, here's your end result. I want to do this. You know, I want to do diplomatic security. I, I want to do uh, work with, with, with corporations. I want to work with the clergy. You know, whatever that mm-hmm. is, that's your end result. Yeah. Now, what are the steps that are going to get you there? And then do those methodically. You know what I mean? Like, and, um, and I think particularly for younger guys, they're hungry. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe they're fresh out of the military or something. or You know, they're hungry and they just want to get there. And they might see some people who were there that they figure – Hey man, he's doing it. I can do that same thing, you know. Right, right. From the outside looking in. From the outside looking in. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of things that go on in the background, and so, um, and so that's what I kind of cautioned them of that is like, just figure out your plan. When I uh, when I started my company, mm-hmm. I wrote my business plan in um, just this little notebook, and I still have the notebook. Awesome. But I wrote my business plan in this notebook, but I wrote the business plan and. I did operations in there as if I was already working with these clients. So basically, I was like a vision board. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So what yeah. it did was it gave me a path. <laughs> okay, once we hit the ground running, 
like, like do this step and this step and this step, but don't forget the process. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes I have to, at this stage of the game, go back and refer to that because I don't want to get too far away from those core principles. And I, and I think, uh, but new guys, man, again, I'm, 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 I get on these tangents sometimes. So that's why no, I'm going to let you run, man. I love it. This is such good stuff. But, uh, but I think for the new guys, man, they need to, they need to have a business plan because the protection world, this is executive protection. It's a business stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to have a plan for that. You can't just say, all right, cool. And uh, a year from now, I'm going to be a bodyguard. You know what I mean? Like, yo, yeah. what's your plan? You know? Yeah. And, and, and that should include two, two really key things, man, which is, awesome. which is, which is training. And that's, and that's, that's recognized training. And then the other thing is, uh, networking, but that's quality networking. Yeah. So yeah, it was two things. It was recognized training, and then it was quality networking. And if you put those two things together, you get an advantage over all of the guys trying to do the exact same thing that don't have that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and, and then it happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, that's the, the formula, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> But the, the other thing is, is that um, I think people chase after the same gold ring. <laughs> That's like, deep, like, man. I'm digging that. Like everybody's like, like, oh, okay, this is what I'm, you know. Yeah. So many different types of clients. There's so many different types of opportunities out here. You know what I mean? We only see this one thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's related to like the music business. There's the Grammys, but there's also the American Music Awards. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's the country music awards. There's the video music awards. There's, there's, there's different awards that you can get. There's the songwriters awards. You know what yeah. I mean? In our business, it's like that too with clients. There's Absolutely. So many different types of clients, but we all kind of chase after the, the, the same thing. Right. So then you wonder why the phone doesn't ring. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, just sit back and think about it for a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's other opportunities. You have to think outside the box and you have to shift things a little bit to the side. You know, mm-hmm. again, at the company that I used to work for, going back to my beginnings, yeah, they did a lot of corporate protection. Uh-huh. So that meant when I'm in those in those meetings or when I'm w- with the other staff, they mm-hmm. all got backgrounds dealing with corporate protection. But mm-hmm. my background by that stage had been dealing with celebrities, so I had something that made me unique. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I to take that part, and mm-hmm. then the owners of the company were like, "Oh wow, here's an avenue that." That's a space now that we could be in, and I've already got the advantage because I've got the head start in that space. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So, you, know I mean? so you, you you have to send me on the assignment or yeah. get my advice on it. Or right, because you're like they're specialists. You're like they're oh, they're yeah. specialists. Yeah. Own that space. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guys need to do that, man. When they're getting in, and one thing I try and tell them to do is, you know, when you want to transition into this business, figure out what you have in your background that makes you unique. Yeah. You know what I mean? Figure that piece out there and then start tailoring where you're going and use that as some extra, you know what I mean? Like yeah, secret extra, sauce, man. Separators. So, you know, there's a guy, man. Um, Separators, that's good. I can't think of his name because it's hard to pronounce, but he's one of the richest people in the world. Okay. He, he runs ultra marathons. I think he's Indian. Okay. <laughs> he, runs ultra, he runs ultra marathons. Ultra right? marathons. Not ultra marathons. marathons. Yo, how far is an ultra marathon, man? Do you know how far? Well, 
<laughs> I'm not even hey. <laughs> ultra marathons. <laughs> I, I ran a five k. I felt like so calm. Right. <laughs> so calm. That's what's up. That's what's up. But but that's my point though. Yeah. When I think about it, your background, you were a long distance runner, or mm-hmm. you, you you ran marathons. Like that's the kind of client. If I'm deciding I want to try and work for high net worth individuals, yeah. I want to start get, start yeah, getting myself towards these guys because if nothing else, mm-hmm. that part of your resume is going to get a decision maker's attention. At least they'll look twice at. It. Yeah, because they yeah. got dudes on their detail, and they're like, "Yo, who's going to go run with the principal exactly. today?" <laughs> Like when they, you know what I mean? When that person at HR or that you yep. know executive assistant is looking at it like, oh, well, this guy's a runner. If nothing yeah. else, it just gets them to spend a couple more seconds on your CV. Yeah, exactly. And I think, and I think everybody has something that's unique to them, something in their background. You do, you do. You know I mean? Everybody has something, and I think if you could use that to your advantage, that's going to give you the leg up over the competition. 100% because it's organic. It's authentic. It's you it, like the work's already been done for you to gain that. I agree 100%. And it's like the alchemy of who you are, you know, it's like, I mean, even, you know, like things that have happened to you that you've, that you've come through, man, I use the military <clears throat> heavy, you know, and I mean, that's a great one. That's an, that's an obvious one. But, you know, the military thing, man, that, that has definitely helped me. Gain rapport with a lot of individuals, you know. Um, how else? Is there anything else that I've really leveraged? You know, not I, the, off the top of my head, but now that's good stuff, man. And to someone who's like out on the outside looking in, go ahead. I'm gonna tell you right now, this this is a few things that I know mm-hmm. that that you're leveraging now. What's up? Like, I'm not even gonna tell me. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give it to the competition. We're gonna be offline. I'm gonna repeat. I already see it right now. Yeah, that's what's you up. By yourself, you're like, yo, you told your girl, like, yo, I'm going to be doing this here. Mm-hmm. I already see what you're going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're going to talk about this all the time. The sun guy. He sees me, man. <laughs> that's what's up. No, it's good, man. I, I, I feel that. I, I look forward to that, man. Put me on game here, man. <laughs> a lot. This is good stuff, man. Um, and yeah, have a plan, you know. Uh, because really with EP now, with the private security industry, I read something that said it, that our industry is looking like it may double in the next 10 years. The direction the world's going in, that seems to make sense. You know, it seems to be somewhat probable of a probability even. And now, man, like you always hear the last generation say the next generation's got it pretty good. But as I look at the game, it looks like you've got like big companies now. It's like a career path now. They got classes you can take like in colleges, like this is a corporate like compartment of like, I mean, you, you get benefits and stuff now, you know? Um, so, you know, if you, if you really want to build out a, a career in this industry, like now is a fantastic time to do it, you know? And it's still like kind of relatively new too. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things that are being done for companies like are being done within, I mean, it's the first few years, you know? So, it's a really good time to get into private security from, from where I'm sitting, man, from what I'm seeing for sure. Um, uh, what would you say the most important skill set is for an agent to have? We may have, well, I'll let you hit it. Yeah, okay. L- l- let me say this. Or um, describe the ideal private security operator. <laughs> well, well, all right. So I'll I, I blend those two together. Solid. You can, 
teach skills. Yeah, we go. This is good stuff. I can feel it right here. Well, you, you can teach skills, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like, I can show you how to, you know, put together a rifle, take apart a rifle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put together an engine, take apart an engine. Yeah. However, the thing that's, for me, if I'm hiring somebody or if I'm looking to get somebody into the industry to sponsor them, mm -hmm. is what their character is. Boom. what their personality is Boom. like pieces man that I, I can't i can't teach that you know what and, i mean like, and i don't want to be around you while you have to learn that and, on my right. on my dad with my brand behind you, you know what i'm saying like sure. oh man <laughs> so so when you're coming in that's yeah. what i want that, those are the things that i want you to have already worked on you know what i mean yeah yeah like, your, your character the personality your morals and your ethics like mm. those are the things that are, that for me in my opinion make a good agent and then the other stuff, like those are skills that if, if I want you, I'll send you out and get those skills. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, like, like I'll send you to Tony Scotty mm -hmm. to, to become a great protective agent driver. But if you are going to flip out and have road rage, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, why my money. Right, you know, what's the point? You're a liability. <laughs> I'm going to get the guy who doesn't do that. You know what right. I mean? So I, so I think it's, it's, it's personality, character. Those are the things that, that I'm looking for in people, man. Yeah. And, and the skills are like the bonuses. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like, okay, cool. So obviously I want somebody well-rounded. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of times, and that's why, man, I don't do any hiring anymore from resumes. You know, in the beginning of my career, I did it just that's, like everybody else. I look at the CV. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, That's shit. wisdom, yo. That is wisdom. I don't do any hiring oh. anymore from resumes. I've seen it go horrible. Yeah. I haven't made that statement yet, but man, that is fire right there. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I'm speaking from experience how it's gone left mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. But, but now, man, I'm going to meet you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to learn about you. I'm going to bet you, of course. Yeah. The things that you're saying, they, they got to be true. I'm going to bet you. And of course, your, the, your credentials are going to come into play. But mm -hmm. I want to know who you are, bro. Yeah. And then before I put you with, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, with my clients, you know what I mean? Before I, I start putting my name to you out there in the business. Like, like those things are important, man. So I think when you ask what we're looking for, man, I'm, that's what I'm looking for. Like, I'm looking for what's inside you. Yeah. And then we'll, then we'll get to, like, the hard skills. Taxes, and, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I agree 100%. I always say, like, I can teach, ta teach tactics, man, but character. I don't want to be around while you're learning your character deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, can I trust you? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's really the stuff because, like, like they say, like a ship, if you, if you look at the pattern of a ship from far enough away, like when you're on the ship, when I was at sea, I noticed this with the Marine Corps, you see it looks like you're zigzagging through the ocean. Like you're cutting these like zigzags through the ocean mm -hmm. behind mm -hmm. you, zigzags. But as you zoom all the way out at 100 feet, you see the general consistent direction that the ship's mm -hmm. actually heading. And I believe that's what characters like, man. Mm -hmm. I believe that like, you know, you might have a good dude who does like one or two things right. You know, he's flavor of the month. He gets through the interview, honeymoon process. You know what I'm saying? But from a sufficient distance and with the sufficient time, right. boom, that character's going to show up. And they might forgive him once or twice, but it isn't inevitability is an inevitable revelation that is going to be that that character you know and that it kind of segues into another principle i have which is like do no harm you know so like if i have a bad seed on a detail and i'm not in a position to deal with it you know um like just coming up in the game whenever i saw bad guys on details and doing things i've almost always just let their character ruin them 
Like yeah. they fall on their sword. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just let them fall on their sword. You know what I mean? So you don't you don't have to like you know all this backstabbing and Highlander yeah. stuff. You know, <laughs> it's not necessary, man. Yes. Uh, That's a great perspective. Sure. No, thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's what's up. Let's see what kind of what kind of staples or significant rituals would you say you have for uh, that contribute to you being a better agent or a better person? So like in your daily, weekly flow, you know, what's it look like? What do you think really contributes to your game? You know? Um, Well, a few things. Uh, Probably one of the biggest things is that I try and stay abreast on the industry. Mm -hmm. I read a lot. Uh Um, so, 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 you know, I'm trying to know what's, what's happening in the world, but I'm also trying to know what's happening in our industry in terms of techniques and, and, and tactics and rulings and judgments and which way the wind's blowing. And I'm trying to stay on, on top of all of that because I don't want to go into situations blind. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into situations uninformed. Yeah, 100%. So, so, so I, so I and, and I want to stay sharp too. I don't want to, yeah. like, I, I know everything. I've done it for so long, you know. Yeah. Just, and new perspectives and and uh, it, it was funny. I, I just I just read a buddy of mine. I just reread a buddy of mine's book. Okay, I got so much out of it the second time I read the book. Yeah, like, that's crazy you know, that happens. Versus just like read a book and just put it on the shelf, or you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like, and that's why I do that all the time. And I'll go back and reread stuff and look at things, and and then from a, now I can look at it and go back and be like, oh man, okay, I got something new out of that. Yeah, you know, well, you know what, what book are we reading, man? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yo, I got a few. I got a nice little list of books here, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, let it. Let me know. You know, um, you know. Real curious. All right, cool. Oh, yeah. I've I got a few, man. But um, the, the specific book I was talking about was uh, uh, "Emergency uh, Medical Planning uh, for Events" by Raphael DiGiorgio. Okay. Um, that that was a specific one I just read. But there's like a book by I don't know if you know uh, Dale June, but he, wow. he did Introduction to Executive Protection. Okay. And like, man, I can just crack that book open. Yeah. And it's stuff that you know, and but it's like, oh, it's good to read that again and know, you know what I mean? It solidifies it. it you know, for sure. Yeah, I've got this philosophy called, like, kind of take it back to the basics. Okay. Whenever I feel like I'm getting off track. I just mm-hmm. break everything back down to, like, the basic levels because that's what got us here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so I'm like, all right, yo, remember your training, remember the things that you, you know what I mean? Before yeah. you. Flavor, fundamentals, man. Fundamentals. Before you get cool. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, so so that so that's a big piece, man. So so I, so I'm constantly reading. I'm like I'm like not because a lot of people in our industry, particularly when you're doing halls and walls, you know what I mean. When you got downtime, yeah. Like I try and fill my downtime with with things that are gonna feed me, like good, nutritious right. food versus yeah. junk. You know yeah, I mean? like not just entertainment, man. Like exactly. I'm downloading trash in my mind. Like my software is leveling up all the time. Like you will be hard pressed to find a moment where I'm not either being productive, like extrinsically yeah. or intrinsically learning something that's going to make me more efficient or more productive. Because yeah. it's a principle uh, my man Robert Green talks about resurrecting dead time man and and in this game we have so much dead time you know you're waiting for a client you're chilling in the chase you're waiting right. at the thing and it's like yo if you don't got an audio book in or a book in your hand you're wrong man you're wrong if you're if i catch you playing angry birds like we'll be cool we'll be cool you know what i'm saying but like you know what i mean like you're kind of wrong right now yeah i mean unless you have everything you want in life if you do you know do what makes I, I got a guy who i counsel pretty frequently you know what i mean yeah. you know 
and uh, um, and he's got a static post. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, every blue moon or whatever, I'll see him or something. And when I see him on a static post, that's like an overnight shift on mm-hmm. his phone. He's got like poker or solitary or something. Yeah, right? like but you you can do that same amount of energy, you know, the same amount of time that you're killing. Yeah. You know I mean? But that same amount of time, like read a book or, you know what I mean? Or watch a video or just something that's, that's going to be a benefit to you. Now, if you're going to be a world-class poker player, pair, that's... Get after poker. it. Boom. <laughs> Boom. But if you're not trying to win the poker world tournament, then you should be doing something that's related to your industry. That's all yeah. I'm saying. So, so no, yeah, man. Oh. That's huge. Huge. I hope that sinks in. That's such good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> He's going to see this because watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. No, but that, I couldn't agree more, man. I have done so much more while being in, I'm working on my master's. I got my associates and my bachelor's while working. You know, I'm working on my master's while working. You know what I'm saying? I'm at like, if I, my audible libraries are like 350 audio books and I can't read, yo, I can read, but I'm like a slow reader, dude. Like yeah. I had to work for it. Like it, none, none of that school stuff came easy. It still ain't coming easy. I mean, like half the reason I'm doing school is because it was such a challenge for me that yeah. I almost fled to, to the Marine Corps. Like I was like, yo, I'm going to go fight a war, <laughs> you know? So now it's like a Goliath that I got to make sure I put all the way down. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, do the thing you fear until the death of fear is certain. You know, that's how I like to try to live my life. But this whole resurrect dead time piece, because like everybody wants to be at the top of the mountain. You know what I mean? But like, yo, you, the reason you're not at the top of the mountain is because of the quality of the decisions you're making. And the quality of the decisions you're making is directly related to the quality of information that you have to make the decision by. You know what I'm saying? Right. I sit here and I look at folks and I'm like, you know, I can tell the manner of man you are by the manner of your problems. You know what I'm saying? Uh, very often. And so when I, I look, I look at the way dudes deal with things and listen to the way they deal with things. Whereas a guy like me or you, that's been feeding our mind, I got so many other perspectives of individuals who've done so much more than me. I've got so much more life experience that I've downloaded from individuals who have just uh, uh, solved quality problems that are stratospherically higher than anything I've come in contact yes. with. Yes. So then when I'm faced with like the everyday, you know, like we got five minutes to put the stroller in the car, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then get off the X, <laughs> right? Like it's a Tuesday, put the stroller in the car. You know what I mean? Go find the seatbelt thing, you know? Oh, oh, you know, uh, you know, so. Um, that software, man, that software makes all the difference. So that's a huge one. Anyways, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted oh, to like, well, listen, let's listen. try that home. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, yeah, that's it, man. So I'm, I'm always trying to, to, to learn some shit. Yeah. And you brought it up just then too. Learn some things that aren't necessarily related to my industry directly, but then I can apply them to my industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you, um, giants in industry or, or, or um, you know, people that have solved, you know, the world, uh, world problems, man. And then you take that and then like the, the, the lessons that you get from that and then apply it to your challenges. Yeah. That's one. Uh, another thing, man, in terms of rituals, I think going, kind of going back to what you were asking or whatever, mm-hmm. like I realized that, again, I'm, you know, my brain, I'm still 25. But I'm not still 25, right? <laughs> so, and, and there's another generation of protectives that want my spot. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I need to make sure that I'm optimized as possible, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I work out every day. 
you know, I wasn't a fan of running a couple of years ago. You know, now now I run. You know, yeah. like uh, you know, I, I changed my my eating. I've always ate healthy, mm. but I actually went vegan last October. You went so vegan, bro. Yeah, I just had a year. Yo, <laughs> one of my other good friends, big Listen, strong a, dude, bro, bro. I used to eat a steak a day. <laughs> I just think they I got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's what's up. I mean, so yeah. So you know, so 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 the stuff that I'm putting in my body. So again, I'm just I'm just really big on just optimizing myself to, because I I'm, because I'm in it for a minute now. You yeah. Know what I mean? I'm, yeah. You know, I don't plan on retiring tomorrow. You know. So, mm -hmm. but I need to keep up with these guys, and I do, man. You know, like I just mm -hmm. I just had a crew that was out with me. I had a team of twelve that was out with me just now. We just did a. Um, uh, a 60 day run with a client and oh, uh, solid and, work and you know a, a couple of them were able to keep up with me but a couple yeah. of them like, hey, like you know uh, <laughs> uh -huh. so um you know the pizza was open so i just had to eat pizza, you know what i mean all line, guys i'll see you in a bit you know yeah 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 no that's crazy now on this vegan thing just because this is happening. I've had one of my other good, really good dudes in the industry just went and flipped that switch too. Another guy I really respect, man, I want to have on here that I know from uh, working in Israel, man. Uh, learned a lot from him this last go round. Mm -hmm. He switched over to vegan too. So dudes I respect around me are, are doing this, flipping this switch. Um, can I ask like why you did it and what you really like about it? What are the, change, the differences you've noticed? Because I know people are wondering. Well, why I did it was because, again, in, in my mind, I've always ate healthy. So that was, that was in my brain. Um, but I knew I was purposely ignoring some things that weren't healthy. And again, this is... <laughs> did you just um, like? You who know, were carnivores and stuff. But, you know, so the first thing I eliminated was dairy. Because, I, I mean, I'm reading. Like, like I said, I read a lot. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. reading that dairy isn't good for humans. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, ah, whatever, right? I need it for my protein shakes, you know? <laughs> right, right. So I, so I eliminated dairy, eliminated eggs, and then, and this is crazy, man. And again, you could cut this stuff for time. But I, was, uh, I was, I was, I was actually with a client who was at the studio, and I was in the, um, I was in the green room. And there were a lot of people in the green room, and there was like a documentary on or something. And this documentary was talking about how bad like meat was for you and all this kind of stuff, right? Again, I, I know the stories already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing in the background. Uh -huh. As it's as this guy is talking, I say to myself, "I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I get all of that, but I need it for the protein because I work out so much because I have to, you know, I gotta, you know, I, I, for my job, I need to be physically. Yeah, yeah, I need my yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, yo, I need it for the protein. I mm -hmm. said this to myself. Literally, the guy on the screen says, "Yeah, for all you bodybuilders, <laughs> protein." He goes, "Where do you think?" protein comes from and bro i stopped right it's like ruined it you're like he's like protein doesn't come from cows or chickens he's like protein comes from plants and it was like a big ass light bulb went off my head i was like i do know this right yeah like get out of my head dude <laughs> oh man that's you know, and, and, and literally from there i was like oh okay i have no excuse yeah, so I started researching like plant-based proteins, mm -hmm. and that's what I do, man. So I changed my eating habits. I, you know, the, you know, I, um, I dropped mad weight at first when I first went on. Yeah, I made back up to my starting weight. Yeah, okay. A year later, so I'm I'm carrying the weight that I that I use, and then I and I have to eat a whole lot now. 
but my choices are very deliberate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What I eat, what I don't. And again, I, and I supplement, you know, a lot of protein shakes and things like that. Uh-huh. But again, I, I work out with the best of them. So. Okay, okay, you know? okay. And your energy level, like, you just... It's off the roof. And again, I don't want to sound like there's some guys that are like hardcore, hardcore. That's yeah. not me. Yeah. But my energy levels are crazy. I'm like, I've never been a morning person. Mm-hmm. But I can wake up in the mornings now and not be like groggy, and, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, bro, I, love it. I really do. The, the, okay. the two part of this, particularly when you're on the road, you know, you, sometimes the choices you have are the choices you have. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, man. Like on the road life, how do you synthesize that? Because that jams up everybody's diet, you know? I, I got, I got, I got a ton of bars in my go bag. Okay, <laughs> so they're gonna catch you slipping. And, and bro, and when I eat, I eat. Like you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You know, so if, if, if the detail is going to start, if I lobby calls 8 a.m. or something like that, yeah, 7 a.m., 6 a.m., I'm making sure I'm, because I'm, I don't know when I'm going to get my next meal in there. Carb load, yeah. So, yeah, so, so it's, it's tough. I mean, it's really tough. But, um, but, I, it, but for me, again, I, in, in my mind, this is a philosophy I have. Yeah. Like I, when you do protection work, you're always operating at a disadvantage. And the reason I say that is because bad guys get to choose a time and a place. Right. So we're always at a disadvantage. Chasing the rabbit. We're always. Yeah. So because of that, we have to cheat. Yeah. You know, so we have to we have to do things that stack home field advantages. Exactly. Like we have to do things that stack the deck in our favor a little bit. Yeah. So, so I applied it to me personally, which is like, yo, you know, as I get older, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the way of the universe. Things yeah. slow down. Things break down. Entropy. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna stay optimized for as long as possible. So that this is my plan for that. Okay. Boom. So yeah. So, so anyway, so yeah. it's a lot of reading. It, you know, again, it's kind of this healthy lifestyle where I'm, I'm eating. Um, I'm eating good in my mind. I'm eating clean for sure. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, and then I'm working out uh, uh, quite a bit. And then the other thing, man, and this is gonna be a weird one. And hopefully, I don't turn off all your listeners. Nah. They they oh. gonna be all right. They gonna be all right. Oh, I, I meditate now. That's what's up. Yo, it is crazy. In, in my brain, I've always thought like, oh yeah, you know. Cause I, you know, I've done martial arts since I was a kid. I'm like, yeah, I know what mm-hmm. meditating is, you know. Now I really meditate. Mm-hmm. And like, it's kind of cool because they have apps and shit now that kind of yeah. guide you Okay. And so I do that daily, man. And I do this meditation and it just helps my focus. So what I do, and I apply that to EP. Okay. So, because what happens is this meditation helps me focus. Uh-huh. And I think in our business, that's something that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's because a real big thing, man. routine can creep in. You know how that goes, yeah. right? Yeah, 100%. So, and then if we're half a step behind, Murphy's Law steps in. Yeah, and or so, you're glazing over everything because you're so familiar. Cause you, like, oh, yeah, I know what happens here. I know what happens when we exactly. turn you know what I mean? I know the route to the to the to the run. You know Take what I mean? For granted, complacency kills, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. So 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 I do these lessons, man, that just help me with my focus. Look, that might not be for everybody. Yeah. My daily routine that I'm talking to you about. No, I love it, man. This you know is this mean? is the stuff. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. they on the outside they're looking in, and this is the stuff that builds it. Hey, guys, you know, I mean, I got like a you know group chats and stuff with people that I mentor and stuff like that, and some of my peers or whatever. And I yeah. you know I tell them the same thing or whatever. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll post my run, you know. I, you know, I do a four mile run, six minute, six point two minute mile. You know, okay, you're moving, I post, bro. I post what I eat. You know what I mean? My yeah. meal. I post the workout. 
and I post the 10 minutes of meditation that I do in the morning. Get like, like me. <laughs> now, now, look, then if you want to do similar to what I do, you know what I mean? If you want to be in the game for as long mm-hmm. as I'm in the game, mm-hmm. those things, here's a blueprint. You mm-hmm. don't have to do the exact same thing. but Here's, here's a formula. Here's a formula. It's yeah. one formula. You can do a different formula. Yeah. But here's one formula. So, yeah. and, you know what I mean? And, and so, so that's kind of what we're talking about in terms of the no shortcut. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It costs me way more money to eat healthier. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you know what I mean? If, you but know I mean? mean, in doctor's bills, it no, probably. Absolutely. That's what, yeah, for sure. For sure. You right? know, that, that when I have to get up early to go to the gym, particularly yeah. when we don't get in until super late. You like know, stupid late. <laughs> Like that's my sleep time I'm cutting into. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you have to. You, but you have to have that discipline if you want the longevity, and that's the right. piece I'm talking about. The longevity. That is the the discipline is like this most quintessential. Like I hear this talk of like what are the 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 the, the most valuable virtues? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Like I don't know what it is, but I man, I would surmise, I'd postulate, hypothesize that discipline is right up in there somewhere at the beginning of the base of some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like without discipline, you can like pretty much you can do nothing. Mm. Like like even if you believe in God, He needs you to be disciplined to get something done. You know what I'm saying? Like and you could do it, you just can't do it consistently. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's an event for you. Like it's yeah, a little right. yeah, on the right. thing. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a whole it's an event for you. And I, I, uh, I, I quake for guys that either haven't figured out a way to get that, or haven't been put in a situation to have, to really show them how to get that. I, I, you know, I talk a lot about motivation. You know, but um, yeah, man, that discipline is that discipline is it's it's the game. It's like the whole entire game to me. Um, now that's good, man. Uh, there's so much to be said for the working out piece Mm -hmm. and the meditation piece. It's very interesting. Like I'm totally fascinated by this meditation deal because I've, I've tried it before and I haven't really been able to do it. I know your brain is like a muscle in that. It's just the world. It's like everything else in your body. You know, you work it, you can get it. You can carve out advantages. We've carved out physiological advantages already that are visually obvious, you know? So this brain thing, which is like the most just a sounding thing that almost exists in the universe. (laughs) I mean, like it's an amazing thing. Um, I really would like to someday really get into that and figure out how to get this, this meditation deal. So yo, send me the apps you got on that. Sure. Because with all the different things I'm managing with the fluid nature of what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like managing stress, focusing, these are huge, huge, huge components for longevity and success. And then on top of that, man, like for me, I get my workout in, I'm in there about an hour and a half. Yo, for me, I've always said that's my meditation. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm in there, I'm working, um, I'm talking with myself. I'm spending my time with my creator. I'm problem solving. If I'm, I'm listening to, Yo, I got this mix that I have. It's on my YouTube channel called Moto Vids at the bottom. It's like 500 motivational videos that I've been consolidating oh, for like the last five years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like I put that thing on, on, on shuffle and it's just like, you know, people like Tony Robbins and Les Brown and Zig Ziglar, you know, these and, and you know, um, my man that just the, the, the Elon Musk and all these dudes, they're just like spitting their knowledge in these like sometimes five minute kind of clips with some motivating music because you got to have the beats you know when you're in there um and you know when i go to face my day and then i actually 
on the, on the, on the, on the, on the kind of meditative side of it, I have these things called binaural beats. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but it's, they've been around for, I mean, they've been around for a long time. There's a lot of science behind them, but essentially when you're feeling certain emotions or when you're feeling creativity, you know, when uh, you're feeling sad, happy, sleeping, all these things, your brain vibrates at a certain frequency. Okay. So they got some cool apps for this. You know what I'm saying? So hey, you, let me tell you something. I guarantee you there's never been an EP program. <laughs> right. right? And that's what's <laughs> up. Podcast about executive protection and security. Right. <laughs> binary beats yeah man and it 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 so it helps you entrain your brain so uh, like you can get in a certain state in and out of a state so i put on creativity yeah, and i run it behind uh all the motivational speakers and whatever music i'm listening to and then before you know it i'm just like yo just watch my video when i come out of the gym <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm on the level man right, right. <laughs> and i'm ready to hit the day hard you know and that's kind of my, that's my morning ritual. Yo, what's that? I want to try it too. <laughs> Dude, I'll send you the, the apps I got. I stand by them joints, man. I stand by it. So yeah, that's what's up, man. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Rituals for longevity, food, you know, your diet, working out, your mind game. Yo, do not neglect your software, <laughs> you know, because that's what's run, running this whole entire thing. Um, mistake you've learned from. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so that, mm. yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of them, bro. Lot yeah, of them. We just took a hard left on that. <laughs> yeah, no, right? Yeah, you definitely did. Uh, mm-hmm. Overpromising. Mm. That's a mistake that because um, I think particularly, and I'm going to speak too, as a business owner as well. Okay. In, in business, particularly in a capitalist society, what our thoughts are get bigger, bigger, bigger get bigger, get more clients, get more staff, get bigger, get more clients, get more staff, get bigger. Like that's the whole thing, make more money, you know? Mm-hmm. So that means that to these new clients that we're trying to bring in, we're constantly saying, hey, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. Like yeah. you never want to say no. Right. And promise bigger too. It, right. So what happens is, is that then you got to feed that beast. So then you got to bring guys in and put them in these positions. Turn you them know into unicorns. And, and just kind of hope that everything goes well. Yeah. So, so for me, man, I know like, you know, one of my biggest mistakes in the industry, and I don't even want to say something like, as, cause I think this sounds a little shallow, like trusting other people. Uh-huh. But what I think is for me, I'm going to own it, okay. which is over promising. Okay. Meaning that I thought for me to be successful, I had to have a business that was this large, generating this much revenue, employing this many people. Mm-hmm. But those are arbitrary numbers, right? Yeah. So if I'm just if I'm just filling in the blanks, like oh okay, here's a slot open, I'm gonna put somebody in here, or here's a client that I can't get, now I got them. Then all of a sudden your quality starts dropping. You know what I mean? Or yeah. it has the potential to start dropping. Yeah. Like, that's what I had. That's what I had to kind of stop and reevaluate and learn from. Like like don't overpromise. Don't just say yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I guess here's here's a, just a good example. I just got a phone call about a client. That was, I mean, about a, a protectee that was going to be doing something internationally and their staff kind of reached out to me, right? Okay. And uh, this isn't somebody I've, I've worked with before. And I looked at the, the, the op and the mission specs or whatever and, and the, the personality of the, the protectee. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, not, I don't think I'm going to be the right fit for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The old me would have been like, hell yeah. I can do it. I can do it eight <laughs> times. <laughs> I'm in. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was, I, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. But 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 now it's like, yo, I don't I don't need to chase after every shiny thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't mm-hmm. need to like it's for, for and again for me like the game isn't just like bigger, 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 bigger. That's not what it is. My 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 thing now goes in a different direction in terms of my motivators. Mm-hmm. But um, but the thing that I learned was particularly when I again I thought that's what it meant to be successful, which was get more and more accounts mm-hmm. over promising. Like over-promising. that that was the lesson that I learned. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because particularly because you can't clone yourself. Not yet anyway. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the things that you might think and the decisions you might make, uh-huh. you know, you might expect members of your team to do that or members of your staff to do that. That's wisdom, man. But, but if they don't, you know what I mean? Whose fault is that? You know what I mean? That's on you. And that's on your brand. That on just happened brand. on your brand. <laughs> I was like, yo, you sold me on this. You right. know what I mean? You know, particularly, you know, with me because I, you know, I'm, I'm very closely interwoven tied with my brand. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Obviously, my corporations, like, you couldn't tell me who the president of, you know, uh, Ford Motor is right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. You know I mean? Like, you know, but, but I'm really tied to my brand very closely. Like, you could, you know who something Yeah, Icon is and yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, anything that's going to affect that is going to affect, come right back to me. And so, um, so I had to learn that like, because of that, because I can't be in two places at once, because I can't have my hand involved in every situation, uh, you know what I mean? Um, mm. Building all the way down. Um, that sometimes it's, it's better just to say no, just to let this one pass. Yeah, yeah, you know? 100%. I think that comes with time and experience and maturity, you know? That's yeah. one of those lessons. Yeah, one of them life lessons, man. And it's yeah. one that I tell, I tell the new business owners, I tell, tell them that now, whether they listen or not, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, like... Um, it's just one of those lessons that you tell somebody who's hungry and they're like, yeah, 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 you do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're like, okay, you know, like, yeah, it makes sense, sure, whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, but then after you've done taking a couple laps, you know, yeah. and you get, you know, and you've taken some hits and you, and you felt the stress, yeah. the stress of trying to deliver. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and sure. Sure. your mouth outruns you and you felt that. Then you start to realize, man, and then you have the perspective to look at that client or that uh, contract profile, like you were saying, and be like, I know what this is. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, uh, yeah. that's not it. That's not it. Yeah, exactly. I'll be, okay. I'll, be, I'll be okay without. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's, that's, that's wisdom. That's like, you know, for, for any of the young bucks listening or any of the other guy, anyone listening, that this is what you can fast forward to if you have the wisdom to really like implement information, you know, knowledge is potential power, but this, that right there can save you some heartache. Um, no, that's good, man. And also it empowers you to be in a position to when you say yes to your client, it's very meaningful. And when you say no to your client, it's very meaningful. You know, your yes is your yes and your no is your no, you know, uh, because they know you're not going to overpromise them. What do you mean? You can't get me a purple giraffe that plays drums. Like, sir, I just <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I just can't, you know, you know, respectfully, you know, check to right. drop it the way you need to, but you know, you want to shut that down because another principle I talk about what it takes to get your girl, it takes to keep her, yo, you start, <laughs> you start making them promises. You're going to make a bed. You can't sleep in. You're going to make a bed. You're going to, you're going to outbid yourself. You know <laughs> I mean? Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. How come Byron didn't do three jumping jacks before walking in the house today? He was doing that when he first started. He was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't, you know, because, you know, you get on the detail. You you want to impress the client. You got the red carpet out. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, you're doing everything. But just remember, what it takes to get your girl, it takes to keep her. So I, I have the same one. I call it getting the tarmac. Getting you the know? tarmac. Getting the tarmac. You know, when you when you can set it up so that you can get the car out to the tarmac where the right. people get on the plane from there. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. One time. <laughs> like one time there it is. When the, when the FBO was like, nah. Nah, nobody does it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> this is real right here. <laughs> it's so real. It's so real. Oh, <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> You're losing it, Elijah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why not put myself there. in that position, right? Yep, 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 yep. And you're just sitting there like, yep. And and there was just some little old lady at the front desk was like, we only do that for the president here, sir. <laughs> you can't even pay her to do it. <laughs> oh, man, that is so real. You're getting the tarmac today, huh? <laughs> That's what I'm in a situation like, yep. I'm like, think about this, Elijah. You're getting yep. for the president now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, that is so true. Yep, because they're getting the, and then they get in the limo with you. And <laughs> you're losing it. Like, like what happened? We gotta walk. We gotta walk. <laughs> yes, sir. We're gonna. We're just gonna have to walk to the. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. <laughs> I love how like, just when you're in the field, you end up having these parallel principles that yeah, yeah. You know sure. It just happens from just getting your licks. <laughs> you know, oh man, um. Venue security details, do's and don'ts. So this is kind of a large brush stroke here. Um, hmm. What kind of mindset do you think? What's the what's an ideal executive protection mindset? So boom, you're on a detail. Where is your mind when you're working through that detail? You know, what do you think? What's the frame of mind guys should go through? Considerations, you know. I, I think I think one thing is is that everyone should have a clear objective. Meaning like, like whatever the movement is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whether it's, it's taking the pee to the stage, uh, going to a restaurant, you know what I mean? Uh, getting on an international flight. Yeah. Like you should have that end goal. And yeah. then you're going to say, okay, these are the pieces that are necessary for that to happen. And I mean, every member of the team should have that. And then this is the thing that I'm responsible for. And then the last thing is, if something goes wrong, this is what I do. Yeah. And I think if you have that, if you have that and you apply it to every movement, mm -hmm. every time, then like, like you have some clear direction and you have a contingency plan. Mm -hmm. What happens is I think some of us only do that with important shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's oh, when mistakes happen. The Grammy Awards or, oh, the cameras are on now or, uh, you know what I mean? Or yeah. uh, the client said this one's a big deal. But really, we should be applying that all the time, all of those steps every time, right? Yeah, you know I mean? 100%. And then, be, and then you develop muscle memory. Yeah. You, know I mean? you always do it. It's your little mm -hmm. mental checklist there or whatever. And then if something happens, because again, I, I'm a firm believer in Murphy's Law. Yo, Murphy's got a baseball bat, man. I know he, I know he does, bro. And when you're not looking. <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, you're not going to catch me slipping. <laughs> right? The one time. The one time. Man, this is the only time I didn't bring the thing. Murphy, bam. <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, man. I, so, I, so I, I think that. So I think the mindset really needs to be like, what's my overall objective? And then what's the thing I'm responsible for? And then if shit happens, what are, what, what are we doing? You know what I mean? But apply yeah. that to 
everything, the big stuff and the small stuff. 100%. No, I, I couldn't agree more, man. Like, boom, you're going through the detail and you're thinking about what is my like present deal that I have to do to help us get to where we're going to get. And if something happens from here to there, boom, this is where I'm going. That's where I'm going. This is where I'm going. This, this is our plan. You know, you know, he's going to meet me here. We're going to do this. No, that's, that is, that's awesome. That's good stuff. Well, um, and, and, and let me say this to with that. Mm-hmm. And the reason that's important is because you're going to fill those thoughts with something. Yeah, you are. You know what I mean? And if you're not thinking about that, you're going to be thinking about something. And if that's something is like, damn, I can't wait to get home to eat or see my girl. Oh, my girl's doing back home or, You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. that is, right? You know, yeah. that's, when, that's when you're going to miss that step or you're not going to pick up on, on something. Yeah, you're going to miss that detail, that left of bang target indicator that you could have caught, or you're going to have that one or two seconds of reaction time. This could cost you, you know, even if it's just humiliation. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, uh, shoot, that's a whole other rabbit hole. Let your client see you, you see, let your client see you hesitate or not catch something just for a split second. Yeah, you know I mean, they can lose trust and hope that, you know what I mean? Like, did you see that car with the tinted windows when I was. Yeah, and you know what I mean? Like, you got to be on your game, you know? Like, it's serious. And that's a bigger threat to you than a lot of things as an operator, you know? Um, no, that's huge, man. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Um, and because, like, I know that your firm does a lot of celebrity stuff, uh, music stuff within the music industry, um, a lot of those types of VIPs. What type types of issues do those does that clientele really like what types of issues does that clientele come with that are specific to that demographic that you know you can offer some some intel some moves on well i think what happens is that sometimes particularly guys want to just get in the industry yeah is is that or even people start moving into the celebrity space who already do you know some other type of uh close protection work is they think one size fits all and yeah not true like and that's the piece I try and stress, man, because there's a there's a component that happens when you're dealing with these celebrities that you don't necessarily see when you're in the corporate arena or something like that. And the reason boils down to something I call business norms and practices. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, most, that's you know, a perfect compartment for that. <laughs> business norms and practices. Yeah. Like, you know, most executives on the corporate arena, they understand business norms. Like, yeah. you know I mean? It's culture. It's, I can do this. I'm not supposed to do this. Right. If I do this, HR is going to give a call to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's culture. On the celebrity celebrity side, man, this dude was working at McDonald's. Like, you know, he just had a hit record. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, this guy went from high school to the the major league. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he doesn't know he's not supposed to do this. Right. Nor does he really maybe care. (laughs) But, But what I'm saying is, is that so, they, they, so we have to tailor our responses and our expectations going in. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. We, we are going to get surprised. Like, I see it all the time, man. You, you hear about these celebrities that carry a gun in their bag through the TSA checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they do that, what the heck? What's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like, yo, nobody tells them no to anything. Half the time, they don't pack their bags. Right. Maybe they did pack their bag this time, but they don't even correlate the two things. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, they didn't even think about it. Right. But then people were like, well, they had security with them. How come? It's because the security's not even thinking about the fact that this type of VIP doesn't know any better. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, you should. <laughs> and probably hasn't told them no enough yet. Like, That's they're literally in the car, probably like, yo, are you going to tell you them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> but, 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 so that's what I mean. So, I mean, it's understanding that mentality. So, I think what happens, we try and paint all these VIPs with the same brush. Yeah. Like these with the same brush, and you can't. You have, mm-hmm. to, have to realize, particularly in a celebrity arena, man, that they process things differently, their responses mm-hmm. are different. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, one thing I always kind of say, and people think it's like a bad thing, but it's not. I say celebrities have, a, are, have narcissistic personalities. Mm-hmm. Narcissistic personalities mean it's me, 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 right? Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that makes them great. That's what drives them. That yeah. separated them from the pack. You yeah. know, when yeah. they, this person, the star out yeah. of the, the, the singing band of 20 in high school. Right. You, know, you have to have that. The, the narcissistic personality where it's just about them. Yeah. But because it's just about them, they're going to make decisions that normal people be like, yo, what are you doing? Right. So we have to understand as protective so that we can either anticipate or yeah. maybe even say no. Like, you know, yeah. I'm just working with this type of client. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you know, and and I think again, if we if we go in there with a one size fits all mentality, mm-hmm. thinking that they understand business norms and practices, thinking that they're just going that their responses to behaviors would be yeah. the same as anyone else's, you're gonna be wrong. You're gonna be wrong and you're yeah. gonna be dead like terribly mistakingly wrong. Yeah, 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 right. You could be right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can be right, but you're just not gonna get paid anymore, so you're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like yeah, but go into it knowing that, man. Sure. Don't bleed on the carpet on your way out. You were right today. Have a nice day, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's if the house mouse gets you to gets to tell you to leave. <laughs> you know, that's if the butler gets to see you out, you know? <laughs> man, no, that's good, man. That's what's up. I have uh learning to survive in their world, you know, like and coming from, you know, like you came from, you know, Chicago, inner city, like, you know, I came from a third world country in the Bahamas, man. You know, um, that's interesting. You know, like, like I, I'm thinking about the, the things that have really helped me survive in that world, you know, mm. of an individual who can pretty much get whatever they want, like pretty close to it, you know, and little me, little boy from Bahamas is like up in here, like trying to survive and watching dudes, you know, watching things change around me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's like, I would say if there were some principles, I'd say like, you gotta, you just gotta make sure that, I always say this one, and I don't know how this is going to hit, but I'm just going to say it anyway. I treat, I look at clients like trying to have a pet lion. You know what I'm saying? So like, like, like dudes be like trying to be buddies and like buddy guards, as they say, like, oh yeah, no, we're cool. Like, it's all good. Like, it's not all good, dude. (laughs) I mean, like, especially if this is old money, they're used to dealing with people coming in and out, you know, in of their life and like being in this position and the flux of it and everything. Like, the reason that they were so cool with you when you got here is because it's been like a dozen other people in your position. They just know how to flow. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. and on the other side of that, you know, like there's a whole bunch of other dynamics, but the whole thing for me is like, I think about trying to have a pet lion, like the lion's cool. The lion's nice. This is all good. But at any moment, yeah. <laughs> if you until get it twisted not. Right. until it's not, you step wrong, whatever it is, you know, the whole entire world can change. The, the best part of that is, you can't be mad at the lion. Yeah, you can't be mad at the lion. Exactly. Yes, exactly. 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 When you're driving home and you messed it up, 
you messed it up, bro. You know what I mean? And sometimes the line might just smack you around. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, you got in a, it's just the game, you know? Yo, Very, that's a great analogy. <laughs> you know? You think it's all good till it's not. You just, it's not, right. <laughs> I go to work a lot. And I, and, and honestly, like whenever I'm like body close, a lot of times body close with my client, this is something that just helps me stay on my game. And it's something that, you know, in Iraq, that's kind of how I would always think like, yo, this could be my last day. Do the best I can by the grace of God. Maybe I'll come home. Maybe I won't, but I'm gonna do the best I can today. When I go with my clients it's the same thing. I'm like, <clears throat> yo, I don't care where you come from. I don't care how far you've come. I don't care. I don't care if you mess up today. This could be your last day with this client. Nobody cares, bro. You're at square one. You know what I mean? Like every single day. Like maybe all that training has helped you. Maybe if you can get through today without making any type of mistake, a catastrophic mistake. And that could be a social mistake. That could be a tactical mistake. You know, so that's kind of how I bring gravity to myself before I sign on and, and cross that line of departure with, you know, with my clients and things like that, man. That's good to go. No, thanks, man. Challenges of performing executive protection internationally. Mm. We're winding down. We got a few last. This is like the last big question. So, so, so one, I mean, I think it's, it's like about earlier, it's amazing that this industry will allow you to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. it will take you like all over the world, man. But we have to make sure that we realize that if we're going over to work, going somewhere else, we're still someone else's guest. Yeah. Like, you know, and I think a lot of times, particularly when guys come in, you know, they come from, uh, you know, maybe a military background mm -hmm. or, you know, they, they come from a government background or something mm -hmm. where they used to have all of these resources backing you and yeah. it's a school system there. That doesn't exist in the private sector. No, you know it mean? doesn't. So if you go there throwing your weight around a little too bit, too much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Know, getting the door shut on you is polite. Like, you know what I mean? It can be right. Polite, you know? And, and so being I, an American, like, you're kind of trying not to get the door shut on you in the first place for being there. That's what I'm trying to say, right, yeah. And, and then, but that's, and that's the trap we fall into, particularly if we just, you know, when, we, when we're at home with the way the country is right now, we're, we're so insular. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. We just think it's about this and this. But overseas... One that that there's a perception of us anyway that carries over there, mm -hmm. you know that we have and, to fight, and they've got all of the things that happen in those particular environments. So, so we have to learn that, man. You know what I mean? So there's a people yeah. think, oh man, hey man, I want to I want to do what you do. I want to go overseas or whatever. And like, all right, what well, can you tell me about that country? Yeah, and they start getting quiet. You know what I mean? Because you if know? you if you can step into that country and demonstrate that you've taken the time to learn mm -hmm. some about that country. Instant social proof, instant rapport, doors open. For sure. And not only that, but it's not just getting on the plane, getting off the plane and working. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, you need to know the things to navigate, the mind falls, the, who to talk to, who not to talk to. All of those things happen before you get on the plane. Before you, know you know get there. And, and, and so, again, like, like everything else we've been talking about today, there's so much that happens behind the curtain. There's so much yeah. research that goes into You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I do assessment of every place I go to, right? Mm -hmm. The guys on my team, they might not have to do that country assessment, but, but it gets done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so if you are if you were in a similar position, that doesn't mean just just okay, I'll just show up at the airport. Right. You could be entering into a shit storm, you know? Yeah. And so I, I so 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 man, 
the, the, the plus of that, the upside is that this business will take you to some amazing places, man. Yeah. Like, some shit that is <clears throat> right? Um, the, the flip side to that is, is that if, if you go in there feeling entitled, if you go in there thinking that you can boss people around, you know, uh, or, you um, or that you got to get out of jail free card just because you're American, Yo, you, you, you could be here for a rude awakening. Yeah, right. You say the wrong thing at customs. You'd be there all day, man. Jim, yes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I was with a... Tell a story. There was a guy in our entourage mm-hmm. who went to um, the UAE. And he... Uh, the UAE. We, we, we had... We, had uh, we, were, we were at an event... And he was outside checking on the car. And you got to be real careful over there. Like, you got to be real careful. He saw a fight. He thought it was funny, amusing. And he started videotaping. It. Yep. <laughs> yep. Bro, bro <laughs> when I tell you, you. <laughs> when I tell you yep. how, much, <laughs> how, how much sweet talking, verbal judo, <laughs> yep. like, what I had to do to get uh-huh. this man. You know, and, and it's like, and he was just like, oh, I didn't know. You know what I mean? And, and the guy, you know, it was, um, uh, the guy he was videotaping just happened to be an undercover agent who was doing drug enforcement. Oh, my gosh. And this guy, he said, he goes, hey, Elijah, if I go to your country and I run a red light, you're still going to give me a ticket. So right. ignorance of your laws doesn't make you exempt. You know what I mean? And I was like, I, I couldn't even argue with that. You can't even, you're like, just mercy. Can we just? No, exactly. Can we, Bro, I hit with so many yes sirs, no sirs. Right? Respect down payments. Just what? respect. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Did dude get out? Like, was he good? He was yeah, good. Man, about three hours later, man. Yeah, it was. They at least had to hang, hook him up a little bit, you know, mess with okay, him. They definitely jammed him up for sure. Um, you know, they put him in cuffs. Took him, took him to the station, and uh, Golly, boy. We, we, I, I had to jump in the car to head out with him, but I uh, go to the station, inside, and then all of this stuff is transpired that he recorded was on his phone, right? Yeah. It was on his phone, so, you know, the different people in, in law enforcement are looking at it, right? And so, look, 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 look. <laughs> oh, man. They tell him, like, you know, pull the video up, right? Yeah. He pulls the video up, and he thinks in his mind he's doing something good. He deletes the video, right? Thinking, okay, the problem is solved. I just hear the guy go, did you just delete the evidence? And I'm like, oh! Right, did you just delete the evidence? Like, what do you even do? Like, what do you- It was like a reality show, bro. It was like- I was on the other side of the room, and I heard this, and I was like, oh, man. And you're like. And we were supposed to be wheels up about five hours from there. This is that that Murphy stuff, right? I was like, oh, man, we're screwed. Yeah. Uh, The saving grace was, this was a couple years ago, and this was right when iPhones had that undelete feature. Where you go with the trash and bring it back. That's okay. the only thing that saved him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> Did you just delete the evidence? <laughs> right in front of him. He thought he was doing like, he's like, oh no. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, here, here. And you just see the two guys. It was like a comedy skit. Yeah. The two guys <laughs> looked down 
looked back up and they were like, did you just delete the evidence? Oh man. And that's just one of those, like, like you can't even, like yeah. we would have been on the car ride home and I just would, I don't even know if I would have said, <laughs> I don't even know what I would have been. I just, so we end up in this, we end up in the investigator's office and we're sitting next to each other. Yeah. By the grace of God, they allowed me to sit in there with them, right? Yeah. As, as the investigator is kind of reading the riot act, I have my hand on his knee, squeezing yeah. it. Like, like you're like when you're, your mom's like at a parent-teacher conference. Yeah. And I'm like, don't shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> don't say nothing. Right? Yeah, we, he ruined it. But look, here's the best part of this whole thing, man. And again, you can cut all this stuff for time. That's nah, all good. When we got on the plane, I started, because again, we flew the next day, the next morning, hours. We, by the time we got out, the sun was coming up, went back to the Ron, grabbed the bags, headed to the airport. Mm -hmm. As I'm on the plane, and I'm still hot, man, because this is not how I expected to spend my night. And yeah. that's why I'm not protecting. So I had other guys with the P at the time. So yeah. I, as we were on the plane, I started researching, and I found out about, I think it was about a year before that, there was a, a guy who was about 70 years old, he went there for a conference. Uh -huh. He took a picture of a sign, the sign that said, don't take pictures of government buildings. And they arrested him for that. He was in jail for three months. He was in jail for three months. He was a, listen, they don't have to give you a phone call. <laughs> uh. So his family didn't even know where he was. He was 70 year old grandfather, right? Golly. His family didn't know where he was. One of the guards felt sorry for him about three weeks into this. Yeah. And gave him his cell phone to call home. Yeah. He calls home. Of course, the family then calls to get a lawyer, right? Yeah. A lawyer over there won't talk to you without $10,000 retainer because they know you got to pay it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so they're not even taking the calls for You can't have a consult until you send them 10K, bro. All of this. Uh picture of a sign he didn't get out for three months later when he got out his fine was forty dollars it's like cat it's just unbelievable it's just yeah. it, but, but, it, but it happens that's how that's they roll their rules. that's their laws you know what i mean they didn't do any it's, it sounds foreign to us but yeah. that's the thing and again that was the kind of whole point of this whole thing to be telling this story but it's a hundred percent true it is a hundred percent true and I, i'm on the plane and, I, and I, we have a group chat and i sent it to all of them. i was like bro this was you this was this was about to be you i didn't see you being pulled out of this, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, man, that's. I mean, God bless him. <laughs> Golly, Grandma was praying back home at that exact time. <laughs> like, Golly, man, that's huge. Almost made it home. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Anyways, <laughs> that's what's up. No, man. Um, that's what I got for you, man. That's oh, good stuff, cool. man. Um, <laughs> Don't talk to me. No, for sure. That's it's it's a lot of good stuff here, man. Um, there's a lot of good stuff. I mean, on the international tip, yeah. Always remember you're someone else's guest. That's huge, man. Customs and courtesies, default, respectful. Do yes. your research before going into the country, man. Find yes. out your do's and your don'ts. You don't want to be ignorant. You know what yes. I'm saying? You're already American. Yeah. It's almost like being black in some in some cases. <laughs> I don't know what I mean, but like, yeah, you know I mean. Right. look at you some kind of way right so you've got to overcome stereotypes now that are attached to you and uh uh you know it really really goes well if you can if you can show that you value other people's cultures 
that's really what I find, man. Sure. Sure. It takes takes real takes us real far. So, boom, man. I think there's a lot of good stuff in here for for guys that are in the industry and getting in the industry to to mess around with. No, so, no, 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 no. Um, yo, what are you? What is you and your firm doing now? Uh, and where can we find you, brother? Oh well, um, shit. I, like I said, I just got off the road for for a bit right now, so mm-hmm. hopefully find me on my couch for at least the next three four days. <laughs> That's what's I'm up. Just catching up on some movies. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, but you know, again, we're 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 heavily in the celebrity arena, so uh, most of the guys that are doing the work right now are off with their various protectees and stuff, and I just get to be in the office and just kind of make sure things are going good from a top level. Um, and then I also do a training course. And so yeah. I do a training course in conjunction with ESI, the Executive Security International, um, which I also sit on the board of directors for those guys. But um, so I've got a celebrity protection and behavioral intelligence course. And our next one's in November, like November uh, 17th, 18th, and 19th. It's a three-day course. I have to kind of squeeze it in between, yeah. uh, between my operational stuff. But that's the next thing we've got going on, man. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to, you know, reach out to something, they can always email me. Um, it's e.shaw at elijahjshaw.com. So e.shaw at elijahjshaw.com where you can catch me on these Instagram stuff or Facebook and that handle or Twitter is, is Sunseer, S-U-N-S-E-A-R. Yeah. And then your elijahjshaw.com is your website. Yep. Solid, man. That's what's up. Hey, like I said, such an honor to have you on here, man. I look forward well, to it. we able to catch up like this. Yeah, 100%. Now, I look forward to our past crossing again and everything, too. Um, so thanks so much for coming on, brother. All right, man. I'll hit you offline, and we can talk about those apps and stuff like that. Okay, solid. No, for real. All right, brother. Sounds good. Okay, cool. Later. Boom, and to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com. And contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible. Contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place by teaching people how to protect themselves and the mindset behind that, the lifestyle behind that. You guys are already killing it. $1 a month. $5 a month, 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, whatever you can do that you know you would probably just lose in the mattress anyway or spend on McDonald's. Hey, you want to put it towards something that's going to good use, put it towards a podcast and get involved in our our Patreon account at executiveprotectionlifestyle.com. And if you want to find me, that's byronrogersmotivation.com. Um, You know, do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can to that Patreon account because it makes all of these things possible, ladies and gentlemen. So much love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for making those contributions. You guys rock. We're already doing amazing there, and it's just because of you guys. So thanks once again for those contributions. Boom, and no podcast would be complete without a word to my sponsors, the companies that believe in me and that give us the opportunity to get cool stuff at a discount. So Rogue American Apparel, awesome American clothing. Check them out the second you see their gear. You'll know what I'm talking about. Sidekick mounts, all the cool videos you see me making with first-person shooter stuff, videos with cameras mounted on my weapon and all this other fun trash. Check them out. 
primary weapon systems, simply the best rifles that are being made right now. It really is the evolution of, of, of it's the evolution of, of guns and the evolution of rifles. Check them out. They make the best rifles, hands down, because of their piston system. There's a science behind it. Check them out. Gray Man Suit Company, all the different, you know, we've all had the idea of like, man, why does executive protection, why are we doing these suits? We can't move, it's hot, it's terrible. They make suits for what we do with the stretch where you need it, with the reinforcement in the suits where you need it, where the pockets in the suits where you need it. Duke Defense, all the different accessories that you need to make your rifle manipulations and everything, and also your pistol stuff faster. Duke Defense, check them out. All these companies have given me a code. Use my name, Byron, B-Y-R-O-N, for 10% off. Byron, B-Y-R-O-N, at checkout, online, on their websites, for 10% off. Boom. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast. This whole entire thing actually just started off as a Facebook group that blew up and is one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing, Executive Protection uh, Facebook group online. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group, join the Facebook group. Uh, follow us on Instagram and check us out at Executive Protection Lifestyle. Dot com. If you want to find me, that's ByronRogersMotivation.com. And I'm on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well. So until the next podcast, y'all, stay sharp out there. And as I say it, one mind, many weapons. Talk soon. Out.